This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. So recently I did a podcast where I interviewed teenagers. It was called From the Mouths of Babes. And I talked to not only my own daughter, but another uh, girl who's 15 years old. And, and this time I decided to go from the mouths of millennials. I talked to Leah Briard, who is a recent graduate of Emerson College, all about how she uses social media uh, in not only in the classroom, but in her job search and just her overall everyday experience. So take a listen. Welcome, Leah, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Leah, I'm so excited to have you because I think it's very important uh, to get the perspective of women who are in social media and who are just starting out in their careers. So you are currently a student at my alma mater. Is that right? I actually graduated just a week ago. (gasps) Yay! So exciting. Go Emerson. Very exciting. Who spoke at the commencement address? Oh, wow. Um, Our commencement address was an author named Alice Sebold. She wrote The Lovely Bones. I think I was pregnant with my first child and I read The Lovely Bones and I was like, I can't, I can't read this. It was, it was overwhelming, but she has, she is a wonderful, wonderful author though. So that's, yeah, I had um, at our Emerson commencement, I had Peter Bogdanovich speak, who was a filmmaker and um, he, my favorite thing that he ever shared that I think actually applies to social media today is is stop telling people how happy you are. When you always talk about how happy you are, it's total bullshit, basically. (laughs) That's like the art of social media, right? Is like everyone talking about how happy they are all the time. I think it's so true. And really, yeah. So I never forgot that. So it's maybe you'll, you'll remember some of the depressing pieces. So what did you study at Emerson? I had a major in marketing communications and a minor in psychology. Wonderful. And so when you're studying marketing communications at Emerson or a school like Emerson that is very, you know, focused on communications, how how is social woven into their curriculum? Do you see social media incorporated into it today? Because, of course, when I went to Emerson, there was no such thing. Uh, we didn't even have, um, I mean, we, bar- we had a computer lab, you know what I'm saying? We had word processors and a computer lab. It was a very different life. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Is social, is the social part of what you do and, and how you learn? Uh, yes and no. They're definitely working on moving in that direction, in the digital realm, into a more social media-focused means of advertising and content creation. It's still very much new within the program, and luckily students are highly encouraged to supplement their education with outside experience and internships, so that helps fill in the blanks, but... It's definitely hard to go through 
all the nuances and bureaucracies of changing a syllabus and changing mm. at a school at the pace that social media is advancing. Mm. And so that's challenging in that way. Tell me a little bit about students using social media to communicate around classwork or around any of that stuff. Are they doing any of that or is it mostly still taking place organically like in the classroom and in the dorms and all of those things? I'd say it's actually, in terms of students working with students, it's very social heavy. Um, Especially when you're near the end of your senior year and everyone lives off campus and they don't really want to get together to work on a project it's very much coordinating via social media, Facebook, what what have it, and then working together a lot on Google Drive. It's mm. a lot of digital collaboration. Amazing. And tell me about usage in schools. So you're in college. What is really the social network of choice? Are there ones that have gone out of favor, in favor? What's currently being used now on the campus at Emerson? Sure. I mean... I can only speak for Emerson, which is a very creative environment. So I'd say Instagram is pretty popular, just the visual aspect of it. And just whether it be like forward thinking or whether it be narcissistic, Emerson's very big on building people's personal brands. So that's a good sphere for people to really put themselves out there. So that's very interesting. So even in college, they're thinking about their personal brands. Oh, absolutely. Even if they're afraid to admit it, people are very careful about curating who they present on like the online world, I guess, because anyone can see it. And talk to me a little bit about, that's so interesting. Talk to me a little bit about when you are uh, graduating and getting into a space where you need to start your career, when you're looking for opportunities, are you using social media to network and get in the door with companies? Um, well, I've only been out of school for a week, so I'm just starting <laughs> so far. But I'd say, yes, I use, um, just like personally, I tend to go to a lot of advertising marketing type conferences. So I like to keep in touch with people I've met there on LinkedIn or Twitter. And then once you have that connection already in place, it's easier to reach out to them on social media to potentially help your job search. And then also researching a company online is necessary if you're going to apply there. Let me ask you this. So do you feel the effect? So you've obviously, um, since you were quite young, social media has been there and present. Do you feel the pressure and or experience of having a digital footprint like that your college experience was out there and your even your high school experience was out there do you feel that or is that something that is just you grew up with it and it's a part of your every day like when we were in college none of our um, stuff it was all on pictures that were printed at a you know a developer and it was not um, something that could be so easily shared is there an added responsibility with that you talked a little bit about people being very aware of their personal brands Um, does that come into play in terms of of your behavior socially and having social media for such a long time. Do you think about that? Yeah, I suppose so. It's always like this balancing act of wanting to give off a vibe of being put together yet relatable. And there's this whole movement now of social media has changed how we just perceive ourselves and our interactions being so, so filtered. Yep. Now there's a huge pushback 
against using it in that way. And it's Mm -hmm. an interesting transition. And I'm really not sure what direction people's social presences will go in. But but to answer your original question, social media use is definitely less conscious of an action than people who didn't grow up with it. It's just people naturally now, oh, I have a photo. We don't have Kinko's. We have Facebook and we have Instagram. And that's how you share your life with your friends and your not friends and your mom. And so sharing all the experiences are just very natural, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. And so throughout your college education, did you have any internships? Yes, I've had, I think, like eight. Eight internships. Wow. So tell me some of the places that you've been and what you, would you advocate people to have internships? Oh, 100%. Even if you go to a super wonderful college, it's never going to be the real world. So it's great to go out there and get these experiences. And in addition to just basic skill building, the ability to work on a team, to have superiors, to have coworkers is such a necessary, I guess, experience in itself you get from interning. Mm. So I've had quite a few in a variety in the Marcom field. Near the end, I've been definitely focusing more on art direction and creative advertising. I think that's a very accessible realm that students can jump into, even when they're earlier in their education. And so what are you looking to get into now in your career? (laughs) Now I'm hoping to go into creative at an advertising agency, ideally art direction or design. Great. The social media background definitely helped. Wonderful. And so if people are looking to hire you, Leah, where should they go? I guess on LinkedIn. That's what adults do. Adults do it. But you know, you can also network through Twitter, my dear. And through a lot of these, these sites, you can get in the door with just about anybody. Oh, absolutely. I've gotten a job through Instagram before. Nice. Nice. Amazing. That's awesome. So where should people go? So they should go to LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn is just my name, Leah Brillard. Pretty unique. So I don't think there'll be more than one of me. There you go. They'll find you. That's wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. And any, um, anything that you, any advice you want to give to uh, companies who are looking to connect with, hire, and engage people of your generation? For agencies looking to not only hire, but hold on to new postgrads, new millennial talent, I think there's this big culture right now of especially people that are my age of job jumping you stay at a place a year two years max and then you move on so while the actual company and your reputation is obviously important for getting this hot new talent in the door I think just because we are such an experiential generation that company culture is probably the number one if you actually want to hold on to your talent and what you give to your employees in terms of benefits or even just having beer on Thursdays and things like that, that it makes actually an enjoyable environment that you want to stay at a company and you want to move vertically instead of leaving in six months. I think that insight is key. We found that at Likeable Media is that the focus on culture has been what, what's been able to retain millennial talent and a lot of other talent across the board. And that's been, that's been something that's worked really well for us. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, Leah, just because your name is not super easy to spell, <laughs> I want you to give us your Twitter handles so that they can connect and find you on LinkedIn. Will you spell it out for us? Yeah, of course. On both 
Twitter and Instagram. My handle is just my name, Leah Bruard, one word. So that's L-I-A-B-R-O-U-I-L-L-A-R-D. Um, if any of you speak French, it's the word for fog. Nice. Yeah. My favorite is that you can't pronounce the last name. It's the best. Well, <laughs> you're, you're like, I can't pronounce it. I don't know. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Well, Leah, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. And best of luck in your job search. Thank you very much. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com.